Call Weekend Breakfast now on 011-883-0702. It's time for our parenting feature. We're joined by Nikki Bush, who's a parenting and human potential expert. I just love that title. Nikki, good morning. Good morning, Wasanga. So we're talking about gap years And for me, it's just unthinkable It's unfathomable When I thought about it as a kid I was thinking about it as Hey, what am I going to do for a whole year? And the second part of it is just that anxiety and fear That am I going to mow the lawn? Am I going to be thought of negatively? Because a parent can be seen as an opportunity They can see it as laziness And they can see it as a potential to punish the child into working Is there a different way to look at it? (laughs) (laughs) Interesting perspective, Wasanga So yes, I think you know what's interesting is that our kids go through this very crazy system of a year of matric, which is the culmination of 12 years and one set of exit exams. And for many of them, they actually don't know who they are. They don't know what they're interested in. And our view of the world, let's face it, is very limited to what we know and what does a 17 or 18-year-old know of the world. Mm. And it's limited to what your parents' experience of the world is and what your teacher's experience of the world is. So um, while in, in an ideal system, you go straight on to tertiary education, you know what you're going to study, it's a perfect world, it isn't actually a perfect world. So there can be some extremely high value in taking a gap year for a school leaver between matric and any tertiary studies. And mm-hmm. let's, let's understand tertiary studies does not have to mean going to university either. Mm. So Good it's point. a gap to get to know yourself to get to develop different areas of who you are, to see the world from a different perspective, a broader perspective, and to learn practical life skills. You mentioned mowing the lawn. Well, mm-hmm. that might be one of them, okay? And <laughs> what's, what's interesting Thanks, Mom. when you talk about mowing the lawn, <laughs> and that's actually not what a gap year is supposed to be. It's certainly not supposed to be lying on the couch and gaming for a year, mm. and it definitely isn't there to be your, your parent's servant. Mm. But I was, I was checking some stuff out uh, on the internet and really you know parents and young people go and google gap years in south africa and and here's an interesting one uh, worldwide opportunities on organic farms Oh, okay. an interna- yeah, an international non-profit organization that links volunteers with organic farmers. And essentially what, and you can do this in South Africa as well, um, you work in exchange for food and accommodation mm. and the opportunity to learn about organic agriculture. So really if you're willing to work and you want to have a hands-on experience and learn, mm. uh, there are things you can go and do. You know, in some um some communities or some, some, I know a lot of kids who've gone to a kibbutz for a year. And that's it. You, you know, when I think about the organic farm, I immediately go towards a kibbutz because I, I get so excited because I'm a bit of a tree hugger and I, I care quite a lot um, about um, about people. So it's almost, wh- how do you rationalize it to a parent? Because I think what, what it sounds like, Nikki, is there has to be accountability from the parent and also a knowledge sharing exercise to say, this is the purpose to why uh, and engage and say, this is why I'm doing it and all those kinds kind of things. It's almost a two-way thing between the parent. And what are those roles and responsibilities in, 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 in finding out the benefits of a gap year? 
Yes, completely. So, yes, accountability and responsibility on both sides. This is not supposed to be a wasted year. In fact, this has got to be a very constructive year that is going to count on your CV. It's a year that needs to make you an interesting person. It's a year that will make you different. So, say, for example, you're going to go and do a BCom after your gap year. Mm-hmm. A BCom is a dime a dozen. There are millions of people with a BCom. But are there millions of people with a BCom and an interesting gap year where you did something unusual? Because that is what's going to set you apart, is the pieces of your experience that make you unique and give you a unique hmm. fingerprint. So let's, let's look at what a gap year can look like, okay? Hmm. So um, there are adventure gap years. And those adventure gap years are probably the most expensive ones that you're going to do. And they will vary depending on whether you do a four-month adventure or whether you go and do a, a nine-month adventure. A nine-month one is the equivalent to a 12-month. Because like with school, you have, you have holiday periods where you go back mm-hmm. home for a, a couple of weeks. Um, so those are the most expensive ones, and that's where you're going to get a very broad-based experience from um, outdoor adventuring. There's usually a lot of outdoor adventuring. Okay. So you get to pit yourself against the universe, so to speak. And kids sitting in a classroom do not get to go and climb mountains and um, abseil mm-hmm. and scuba dive and do stuff that's a little bit scary. Um, where you're pushing the boundaries. Yes. Um, you, can, you can understand why these are quite expensive because of equipment and travel and stuff like that. But in most of these courses, there is also um, a module where they, they learn about things like finance, hospitality, events management. There's a lot of stuff around mindset and how you think because... A lot of re- many of the reasons why people fail at things, it's really just the stories and the mindset that mm. we have, the stories we tell ourselves, all the things we've witnessed in our own lives, you know, and then um, public speaking. Now, that's a very yes. good thing to learn. Even if your child's going to stay at home for the year and have a gap year at home, they can learn things. They can go to Toastmasters, join a Toastmasters mm-hmm. club. It's not expensive. Learn how to speak in public. It is a skill that will be valuable for life. If you think about it, we're full of ideas. But if you can't express your ideas, and if you can't sell your ideas, you're going to be very limited in life. So building your confidence to speak in public is a fantastic skill. It's a life skill. Um, And then you could, now I'm I'm, I'm digressing from the adventure gap here, because I'm now talking about how could you make up your own year. Um, You could do, for example, public speaking. You could also do a TEFL course, which is the International Qualification for Teaching English. And you can then be earning in dollars because you're teaching English to students in China, um, students anywhere in the world, and you're earning an hourly dollar-based fee. That TEFL course is also something that you can take overseas if you want to travel. So you can go and teach in places like Vietnam and China and Hong Kong and um, India, etc. And you earn dollar-based salaries. So, you know, if, if you've got that uh, yearning to travel, yes. best you have a skill that is going to help you earn while you travel because there are very few kids these days 
who were who are able to just travel like people used to. True. Firstly, because parents can't afford it. But secondly, because it's not quite so easy anymore, specifically on a South African passport, mm -hmm. to hop over to England and go and get a job in a pub. <laughs> Nikki, which you're talking about <laughs> you're talking about the most craziest experience that one two of my friends uh, had they went to America they bartended uh, and and they came back but let's talk about the huge elephant in the room here money how do you justify an adventure gap year to your parents? And we've seen and you've already answered some of those questions where you talked about the fact that, in fact, you're placing your child at a vantage point where those who may have started earlier in working may not have the same earning potential. However, if they take on courses, they then have the and, and, and do go through the adventure gap year. They then can work on the potential to earn in a foreign currency, which will probably double or triple. I've, I've, I have friends who have worked overseas for a couple of years saved up money and they've been able to buy properties cash uh, they've been able to buy yeah. cars cash because they worked for a couple of years they didn't follow the traditional route and it tends to get judgmental because what are they doing but when you stick that course you find that they actually the alternative route did work <laughs> this time you know there's so much that can be learned when you leave home and I did this actually for me I went the, the non-traditional route and I took a year off and, and became an exchange student. I was a Rotary exchange student, went overseas, and some of the biggest benefits for me, for, I, I lived in a foreign community with people I'd never met in my whole life. And the fascinating thing was to have people mirror me back at me in a different way to my parents, in a different way to what happened at school. And I discovered parts of me I didn't know existed. You discover hidden interests and passions, different strengths. Um, and that landed up with me changing what I studied when I came home. And so I was going to become a home economist or dietitian. That's what I was going to study. And I landed up coming home and studying public relations, marketing and communications. And that was 100% as a result of the fact that mm. I traveled and was exposed to people and careers and jobs that I had never been exposed to during my years of being at school here in South Africa. So, um, you know, it can be pivotal. Mm -hmm. It can absolutely reset your compass. Um, and then... Um, going and working in things like a summer camp mm -hmm. um, or stooging in a school overseas. Now, both those things, and by the way, there is a summer camp here in South Africa called Sugar Bay down in KZN. And there are also I've never heard camps. of it, Nikki. <laughs> yep, where Sugar parents Bay. send their kids, you know, for two or three weeks before Christmas, before, um, you know, they get off work. Mm -hmm. um, and the kids are kept busy and, and really fun stuff. Very much based on the summer camp experience in America. And in America and the UK and all these sort of northern countries where summer is very short, Parents are still working during the summer holidays, so they need something for their kids to do. And kids go on these summer camps, and even in, at summer camp, they learn skills. By the way, there's one in Joburg here called Hacky Acres. It's been around in Michalisburg forever since I was a kid. And I know kids, you know, high school kids in, in Joburg who go and work there in their school holidays as camp counselors. So you would be working as a camp counselor. And what are you doing? What are the skills you're learning? 
You're taking responsibility. You've got a responsible position. You're responsible for looking after these children, for guiding them, for keeping Mm. them safe, for teaching them, for managing them. What is the other benefit for you? You're actually going into a highly structured situation. My eldest son went and did three months at an American summer camp, and he said one of the best things for him was how highly structured the Mm. environment was. Mm. You wake up at the same time, you go to bed at the same time. This is how your day runs. These are your responsibilities, very, very clear. Um, They give them training as well, how to deal with children, how to cope with different emotions, um, how to cope with different kinds of people, what to do in certain situations if these things happen, what to do in an emergency, what to do if a child is homesick. Can you see all the development and you're doing all this stuff away from your parents? So you have to take ownership of your experience 100%. And your identity. Well, you're actually developing your identity in a fresh environment. And so you can experience yourself so differently to how you experienced yourself at home because you're getting very different feedback. So true. And you can step into being fully yourself. I find it fascinating and I think there is huge value in a gap year. I really, really do. If you want a faith-based gap year, there are faith-based gap years as well. Mm. Um, I know in the Christian community, there's Youth for Christ, where you could get involved in very local um, projects, or you might get sent overseas. Um, so you never know what's out there until you start looking. I think a gift of the givers here in South Africa as a volunteerism um, kind of experience where, um, you know, you, volunteerism is a big thing. Gift True. of the givers helps uh, communities in need locally and internationally. It's not just what you see on TV with their um, members. I would going, have loved to, after high school, to join the gift of the givers, the wonderful work that's being done. I would have loved that yeah. experience. Well, I've met MTS Suleiman, and he, he is just the most incredible person, and his mm, organization mm. is incredible. Now, if you went and did volunteerism as a straight-out-of-school thing, don't think it's the romantic notion of being <laughs> at the cold face. Yeah. You will probably be in the Weinberg warehouse mm. where they have all their stocks of mattresses and food and whatever, and you might be packing boxes. But it doesn't matter what it is that you're doing. You're contributing. And um, there's a lot in South Africa, a country where there's so much need in education. Yeah, um, and having that, need, that, um, that uh, level of empathy helps with leadership as well. Fantastic, you know, and, and that you experience your high need to care and things yeah. like that. Then, of course, there's job shadowing. And I note when I do some internet search uh, um, around um, gap years in South Africa that there are companies that are starting up now that will offer you um, a year of learning about who you are, your emotional intelligence, give you exposure to 40 to 60 different careers. You will go and do job shadowing. You will be taken in situ to things that you're interested in. Um, they will also teach you things like finance, etc. So, you know, there's a lot that can be done out there. And I want to drop in here maybe some skills that you might like to, if you're taking a, a local gap year at home, that you might like to go and learn things that don't cost a lot. So maybe mm. you want to create your own skills-based gap year. You can go on to things like Udemy 
and do a One of my favorite channels. <laughs> yeah. So these are massive, you know, MOOCs, massive open online courses. A lot is for free and a lot doesn't cost a lot either. So um, there's, there's a low barrier to entry. If you did, if you created a gap year where you literally cobbled together learning different skills throughout the year, what would that um, show to a future employer? Yes. Commitment to your own learning journey, resilience, resourcefulness, innovative thinking, and these are the kinds of foundational skills that will help you in any career in the future. Things like programming. And my youngest son actually started a, I think it was like a, a six-week pro, uh, programming course on um, uh, on Udemy, which cost about 120 rand. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was really cheap. Okay. And they're short video-based things with three questions after each video. You know, it's, it's not tough studying. Okay. Right. So programming is something that will help you in any job today because we need to learn the um, uh, language of machines. AutoCAD, which is drawing and designing using computer. Touch typing, so that you can type quickly. Everybody has to use a keyboard today. Speed reading, because we live in an era of information overload, and if you can read quickly and accurately and have high comprehension skills, that will help you in any job. Bookkeeping, social media marketing, and things like um, Photoshop or, or um, graphic design. There is so much available in that particular area. And if you want to do more things that are more practical, get your Wyman's license. Look at plumbing. Um, and as I said earlier, public speaking, the TEFL English course, and basic bookkeeping, finance, etc. Those are the things that are going to help you in any career. They will be that add-on that you'll be so grateful for mm. that you actually did that. Um, so those are just some ideas that can help anybody who's uh, listening today, whose mm-hmm. child might be needing to do a gap year because they didn't get into the, the course of choice or may want to do a gap year. That's our parenting feature with the ever-exquisite Nikki Bush. She's a parenting and human potential expert. And uh, I just really found it so interesting that there are different types of uh, gap years. Thank you for taking us through that variety. It's always a pleasure speaking to you, Nikki. Please do be safe. Look forward to talking to you again. Thanks, Wasanga. And I have written about gap years on NikkiBush.com.